big thing that I felt like really put us into a place where we were like, man, this thing might really destroy us. Uh, especially me. I just thought it was the end for me. And, you know, obviously those who know us, those who may not know us, um, obviously we started a church, as we mentioned. And so uh, we had the privilege of leading the church for close to almost nearly three years. And uh, it was a beautiful experience, obviously, um, serving our community, taking care of the people that we took care of. Uh, uh, shout out to all those who supported uh, at the time, the church that we launched. And uh, we got to, I'll never forget, in September, it was in September, and I'll never forget, it was on a Wednesday, and I get this crazy phone call because we're leasing this building, serving people. I mean, we got a full market, we got clothing pantry, we got showers, I mean, diaper, diaper closet. I mean, we doing big things. It's, it's, it's working out. We got tons of partnerships. People are coming on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. uh, and obviously, because of that, we had washer and dryer. We had washers and dryer. We were about to set up a whole laundry um, kind of like room or facility for people to come in who were homeless and, or who just needed to come in and get, you know, wash their clothes. Wash their clothes, right? Yeah. And so, I mean, we got stuff in motion and it, it's beautiful. And obviously, when you're serving in that capacity, people are showing up. But I'll never forget. And that on that September back in 2022, right? Two, right? Last year. Last year. <laughs> uh, crazy. Last year. And so I'll never forget, I get that phone call on that Wednesday and the landlord calls me and say, hey, I need you to come by the building. I need to talk to you because I'm here and uh, it's a lot going on. So I'm like, okay. So, of course, I show up. He's looking crazy. And Your staff was calling you. Yeah, too. I was calling to find out. And, you know, Pastor, so you're going to be here soon. Because he's here. Because he's, he's here. Acting, he's acting, acting up. A um, and then I get there, and basically, he shared with me, man, you got too many people here. You're, you're, you're doing too much for this. We, we're, we, we're not agreeing to for you to use our facility to help all these people. I'm like, what? What kind of? What? That don't even make sense. We, we're a church. You, <laughs> we don't help people. We don't help people? What are you talking about? And you already know from the beginning, from the get-go, I told you, this is our goal, right? We were going to use the facility as a hope center to help people. And so he was like, you know, he's like, nah, this is just way too much. And so basically he just got real frustrated and mad. He was calling his other, which is his brother, who was another landlord or management part of the process. And um, basically they made a decision to say, hey, you got to shut all this down today, immediately. Yeah, and the people were there to and, serve. And so you got to imagine, I'm walking around, so escorting people out. It was one of the most deflating things that I ever experienced because to see the people's faces, like, we needed this help. But you can't get this help because this man is telling you. And it's right here. That like, there's food, there's clothing. It, right it's just, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just crazy. So... To walk. I'm next to take yeah, my shower. To, 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 yes, I'm next to take my shower, right? People in the lobby sitting there waiting, and you just, you're deflated. And I just, I feel like, I don't know if you ever experienced where you feel like your insides are just falling apart. I just feel like everything in me would just fall into That's like how a deep space. Jalen was and it was, it was, it was so deflating. And, and we left that literally we, that day. Everybody was escorted out. We locked the doors. And um, 
and we and obviously we tried to move on until I got another phone call the next day and an email, which was a letter that they wanted me to sign. And basically, and you can confirm this, the letter basically said to agree to the terms of not using this facility or the grounds of this facility in any capacity, any way to be able to help the poor and needy or any homeless individuals. Uh, if you can agree to those terms, then you can move forward. Right. right. Yeah, he said that we wouldn't be able to stay in the leasing agreement if you did not sign that paper. Yep. And, and so, how can a church sign something like yeah, that? Yeah, to not help those who are in need. And so that's what churches yeah. do. And so at I, least that's what churches yeah. should be doing. <laughs> I say. I'll never forget Thursday. That was the day that it was official. I was like, no, I can't do that. And um, it was done. It was a wrap. That was that was the end of our church journey because I just I just refused to sign off on something like that. But that whole process led me to I had been through depression, but I hadn't been depressed like this. I was a wreck. I was I was avoiding you guys. I wasn't talking to you guys. Yeah, I was in a very painful because that was tragic. That was that was a tragedy to me to end something that you feel like God had called you to, right? Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing, you know, how 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 do you deal with a painful experience or a tragic experience, especially when you feel like God is involved in it, right? Right. And and that's where it gets tough because you're like, God. I feel like you're involved in this, but all of this is falling apart and it fell apart right in front of my face. And it was the devastating, embarrassing, it was deflating. Yeah. And these people still need help, but we can't even help them. It, it was awful. And so I was I was messed up for a while. Yeah. And I was questioning God. I was questioning my faith. Uh yeah, I was sure. questioning. That's probably the scariest part for me. Yeah, I think you were like, because you have never Heard me? No, that was not very strange. Was very faithful in expressing his faith and committed to his faith, and just the way I would deal with certain. I would say something that was faith filled, and he would be like, "I don't even know if that's real." Yeah, I don't even. Know. I was questioning all of that stuff. I'm like, but how do we know if yeah. God is even real? Yeah, like, um, and I was like stunned. I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. Number one. God has always been what helped us navigate through different difficult situations. Yeah. And he ain't trying to hear that right now. So what technique am I gonna <laughs> use to help pull him yeah. out of this? Because he has to be pulled out of this because either he's gonna end up killing himself yeah. or um he's gonna end up getting so bad to where we have to walk away from him because it's not going to be healthy for me and our children anymore. Yeah. And I remember you basically told me, like, <laughs> you got to get this together because if not, I mean, I've been doing everything I can to help you, but if you're not, I mean, if you're not going to be able to get yourself together and lead us as, as a family, this, this is just so unhealthy. It was unhealthy. I, I mean, it was unhealthy. It was really Yeah, unhealthy. and I want to be clear, like, I'm normally like this. I feel like normally, just me as a person, but especially as your wife, I always come in with a tender side. Yeah. And then I come in with like a strong, you know, like a, yeah. 
a tender side, but then also like a more firm side. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I acknowledge the fact that you're going through and I know that this is hard, but at the same time, we can do this and we can get through this and you got to get yourself together. I feel like I was all firm because I was terrified. Like in this particular situation, I felt like I was, I felt like I needed to be very firm with you and very strong with you. I don't feel like my tender affections were helping at all. I don't think nothing was helping. <laughs> so I felt like I needed to be more like bae. Like, this is very serious, and you need to go talk to somebody, get some counseling, some therapy, some something, or you're going to lose everything. Yeah. And what I meant by everything was me and these kids, yeah. because this is not healthy, and we need you to be healthy. Not that I'm not allowing you your time and your space to do what you need to do, but you need to do that alongside a counselor. Yeah, and by the way, I mean, we're talking like right now, like it's... We're talking about it really without a lot of, it sounds like it's easy to talk about, but we went through the experience. And so going through the experience and obviously over time, having to find some ways to heal through the process, uh, that obviously has been one of the reasons why we can talk to you about it. Because during that time, it wasn't easy. And like she said, in that moment, I really wouldn't hear what anybody was saying. No. It could have been God himself. And I'd have been like, man, Nah, that ain't, that ain't it, God. You looked so different than I have ever seen yeah. you looking in that. And I don't mean physically looking. Yeah. I mean your whole vibe, the things that you were saying, your personality. Yeah. Um, they actually call even that. Even the girls. Yeah, even the girls. Saw realize. something different in you. They actually, it's a term that's called mental darkness. And I mean, that's what it is. You get into a really dark place and you just, you kind of just phase out. And you just, you lost in whatever the tragedy that you went through or, or your experience. And so I remember you said that what you said, hey, you got to get some help. You got to try to figure this thing out. Um, and then shortly after that, you know, I was processing what you had said. Because I was still at this point, I was like, well, I just might want to check myself out. I feel like you left. I feel yeah, like I did, that I day that I told you that. You yeah. got into the car and you left. Yeah, I did. I did. I you was, didn't tell me that you were leaving. No, nah, I, I sat in the car for that. a long time trying to figure out, okay, Lord, I just, <clears throat> how are we going to do this? You know, I'm going to just check out. I ain't got a purpose. I did what you told me to do. Why am I Why am I still here? Why am I existing? I love my family, but I can't even provide for my family. I can't. You got to keep in mind, I, I'm unemployed again. <laughs> I ain't making no money. So I'm like, okay, round two, God. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't feel like I'm supposed to be here for this. So I think when I got, speaking of that, when I got back that day, this is what hit me because when I walked in the door, I believe it was Jayla who was sitting there. The girls were looking for yeah, you because they, they were like, mommy, where is yeah. Daddy went outside. Where is he? And I'm like, I wish I could tell you, baby. I don't know. So, so I tried to distract them. Like, I want to say I turned on a movie or something because mm -hmm. they were very like, they didn't, I don't know that they knew the details and the depth of what you were going through, yeah. but they can sense that they something was wrong and then yeah. you just left. And it wasn't like dramatic or we weren't fighting or anything like that. It wasn't an argument. You just walked out of the door and you didn't, I think you may have said, I'll be back. Yeah. I think yeah. that's, that's all you said. And so when I came back in, I think Jayla was sitting on the sofa and I'm mm -hmm. sure Julia probably walked out. 
And Jayla was like, come on, Daddy Cannon. Um, we want to watch Stranger Things. Because, as you know, we watch Stranger Things together. I, listen, no, I don't need no emails. No, <laughs> that he watches Stranger Things with his things kids. With my babies. Okay. Um, and so, I'll never forget when, at that same point, when she was saying that, you know, obviously she wanted me to watch it with her. She said, Daddy, I need you. I need you. We need you. Come on. We want to watch this together. And they will not watch it without when you. When they said that. You got well, yourself together. Man, I'm like, okay, hold on, Jay. Hold on, Jay. You, you got to get yourself together. These babies tell me they need you. And you sitting in the car talking about how you going to check out. And I think for me in that moment, I was just like, huh? Oh, you were talking in the car talking about you were going to check out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you yeah, said yeah. I said that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just confused. Keep talking, man. Uh, no confusement during this time. We, we <laughs> got to be on We got to be on 100 right now. Because this is where it gets real for me. Because when she said that, I felt like in that moment, I was like, you know what? I'm sitting in this car talking about how I need to leave. They sitting here trying to figure out we need our dad. And the only thing I can think of in that moment is like, these girls need me. Like, I can't believe them by themselves trying to figure out why my daddy ain't here and I need him. And that's changed my whole world because at that moment, I realized that I needed to rescue myself for my children and obviously for, for my for my marriage for my wife. Uh, and so that's when I, I got on my, my ground, like, you know what? I got to figure this thing out. You know, I do that well. I got to figure stuff out. So uh, <laughs> let me figure this thing out. And so I ended up um, finding some, I found a, a mental health counselor who helped me. Yeah. And I found, um, uh, uh, I found a Facebook group who actually helped pastors who were going through a lot and struggling. And I joined that group and ended up finding a gentleman who helped me just with some spiritual direction stuff, which was a really beautiful experience. Uh, I got as many resources as I could, books and stuff just to try to read and dive into as much as I could. I started taking some nightly meditation stuff, started praying a little bit more. I still struggled with God during that time. It wasn't it wasn't like I had fully recovered with my experience that I had faced with God, but and our relationship was still yeah, we still tattered. Was, yeah, it was it was still it was a process, but I I was at least able to get myself going again and, and get myself out of that dark place and into a place of at least trying to recover. Uh, and I, I would say recovery is still a process. You, anybody who's going through yeah. experiences of trauma, you're going through uh, any painful moment in life, it's a process. You, it, it takes you some time to recover and heal. And so it's a journey. <laughs> we, we're on this healing, healing journey. journey. We still and, are and, we, and, and that is the thing. And I think one of the ways that we really got through those painful experiences is obviously trying to continue to have some level of resilience because you knew how important your life was to the people who were around you, right? Uh, obviously, you encouraging me and trying to share as much as you could to me, me doing the same thing during your painful moments, trying to encourage you and trying to share as much as I can with you to try to uplift you and pray for you during those times. Uh, and obviously, when you go through moments like that too, and you're experiencing those battles with God, trying to figure out, okay, God, are you part of this equation or are you not? I don't even know if you're real because all of this just fell apart and you were supposed to be a part of the process. And just learning that even during those times that we often get, you know, obviously disappointed with God at times and 
We're trying to figure out why God did this or why he allowed this. And that's hard and tough on anybody trying to figure out the sovereignty or the authority or the things that God desires to do through our lives because we ain't God. Right. And I don't want to try to be God because that's that's too heavy of a plate for me to be. And I'm not trying to yeah. be God. Okay. And and so you work through those things and it's, it's a process, it's a journey. And so I think my encouragement to anybody who's watching this is that just don't give up on the journey. Because I know that at times the journey could be really challenging. You go through ups and downs. It's like a roller coaster. You're you're waving, you're going through all these different curves of life. But you do get to a place where you can find healing. And I think during this journey, one of the things that we've been able to do is find ways to heal. Yeah. yeah. I'd say don't give up in the middle of your journey or the middle of your process because we're we're here and we're able to talk to you guys about this without a whole, like, a lot of tears. There's definitely emotions that I think we're kind of trying to hold back. Um, but these are, like, extremely difficult things that we walked through like very painful and difficult and I can see how we could have easily been like this is just way too painful Um, I'm either going to take myself out or I'm just I'm going to live my life in a state of depression or I'm going to live my life in a state of sadness and sorrow Um, easily easily do that i have to say that it's harder to fight but if you fight and when i say fight i mean continue to wake up every morning continue to push continue to seek joy continue to seek peace continue to do things that bring you joy continue to bring um, do things that bring you peace um eventually you can get yourself out of it eventually you can be in a place where joy and peace um is your dwelling place. It's, yeah, your, it's you, where you always are. And yeah. although these things that we're talking about, for example, we're talking about Jayla and her diabetes. It's chronic. Um, Jayla has been diabetic day. for eight years. Um, we still believe that Absolutely. she's going to be healed. Yeah. Um, whether that's going to be through some type of modern technology or it is going to be a miraculous miracle from God himself. We still believe that and we still walk in that. But Jayla's situation is just as real yeah. as it was eight years ago as it is today. All the facts that the doctor shared with us in the hospital are exactly the same today. The difference is, yeah. is that we kept moving and we kept pushing. And we're no longer depressed about that. We are not living in a constant state of depression. Do we have our moments where we're like, man, yeah. can't believe this child got this? Absolutely. But we did not stay there. So you can still have very real situations going on in your life that really haven't changed, but your perspective and how you deal with them has changed. Um, And I think that's the biggest thing that I would want to say is that don't give up in the middle of your painful situations. I know that you can't see beyond them. I could not see beyond Jayla's situation. I thought I was going to be crying forever. I couldn't see mm-hmm. beyond that. Um, but there is definitely a light at the end of the tunnel. There is joy and there is peace. It's definitely if all you go thing. look for it. If you go look for it. And I think that's the biggest thing, like you said, with Jayla. 
we still believe healing. It may come through whatever medical device that they create within this world. It may be her. Or we still believe that God might miraculously heal her body. And as we, you know, as I'm in this clinical space now, pastoral care, one of the things that we learn is, is, is both and. It's not just, a lot of people, we got to stop this idea that, hey, if God don't fix it, then we just, it's, we don't have a chance. Right. And I think that's what even happened to me when everything happened with the church. I'm like, okay, God, you were, you were supposed to be here to take care of this, to prevent this, not to allow this to happy, happen. And when it happened, now God, if it ain't you taking care of it and you not making it right, it's done. I don't, I don't have a chance to move forward. Yeah. And I think we have to understand that it's not just God, if you don't fix it, we check out and we're done with life. Right. No, there's resources. God has put people here in this world to be an answer to you. People who've gone through tragic situations, people mm -hmm. who've gone through depression and anxiety, who overcome. Some of you might be going through divorce. Some of you might be going through um, a loss of a child. Some of you might be going through a loss of yeah. a loved one, loss of a job. Whatever that tragic moment that you face, people have gone through these things and they've survived. And so you got to, like you said, you got to go find it. Yeah. Don't give up. Go find it. Go find someone who is going to be able to be an answer to you because I promise you there's some therapist, there's some counseling, there's some person, there's somebody in this world who can help you. There's a book, there's a, a, a course, there's something that you can tap into to find healing for your so life. I'm so glad you said that because I feel like that when we're in the middle of our whatever it is, you feel so lonely. Yeah, yeah. You feel like there there can't be possibly anybody that's going yeah. through what I'm going through. Yeah. There can't be anybody that knows how painful this is. But there are like one of the big things that helped me when Jayla was diagnosed is that we got a mentor yeah. um, of a of a lady whose child was diagnosed at the same age of Jayla, and for her to regurgitate exactly how I was feeling was like oh my god like. Okay, I'm not alone in this. There are other people. Guys, you are not alone. No matter how lonely your walk may feel or your situation may feel, there is somebody who has already gone through that, who have mastered that, who've taken the course and got their degree in it. So don't do your life alone. Go seek help. Somebody can help you get through it. I promise you, somebody will help you get through it. Uh, I think that's all we got until the next episode. So right. we got some more things we want to stuff. We're gonna get deeper, man. We're gonna talk about this stuff, man, because this Ooh. is stuff that people don't want to talk about, but it's the stuff that we're going through. And um, you know, you might have a lot of questions that you're considering, you're thinking, you're processing. And so we want to help you along that journey because there are answers, and hopefully we can be an answer to some of the things that you guys are going through. So yeah. until the next episode, guys, take care Bye. and continue to heal. As you go through your journey. See you later.